Hello, and welcome back to The Villager's Voice. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chris. And we have some interesting things to talk about this week. Yes, uh, we uh, said goodbye to glitched trees this week. There's been an update, there's been some patches, there's been a lot of quality of life updates that are being talked about within the community. Um, and we also got a lot of, we didn't get to do a lot of submissions last week, so we got some submissions to catch up on this week. So let's honestly just jump into the bulletin board. All right, so first on the agenda this week, we've got some birthdays, obviously. So happy birthday to the following villagers. We've got Gloria, Tabby, Leopold, Rod, Wendy, Layla, Nate, Stinky, Rocco, and a special happy birthday to listener John from Tawi Tawi Island. Um, happy birthday to happy you. Happy birthday. You have a very, very sweet boyfriend. And uh, what is the fact this week, Chris? So the fact this week... Uh, is that according to this article, Nintendo doesn't want to encourage crime. That might be why in the original Japanese version of Animal Crossing uh, for the GameCube, when you knocked on Tom Nook's door after hours with your shovel, you could just break in. Yeah. Uh, But then when they released it, uh, internationally, they made it so you just woke up Tom Nook and you could sell things. Like, you could just go into the store. I don't know if you could buy the things or just take the things from his store. But, like, so when they did it internationally, he, you wake him up and he's angry about it and he charges you more. So that's what happened to you? So, yeah, that that's what would happen to me because, like, okay. yeah, it's not the original Nintendo 64 Japanese version, but the, right. in that version... You just broke it. You just broke it. You know... They say that Nintendo doesn't want to encourage crime, but how Red. do they, Yeah, how do they think Red's getting the Mona Lisa? Just you know, he's pulling off some heist. He's pulling off some heist. So I, mean, I would love a heist mini game. I would love, yeah, just like a spinoff game where you play as Red and you're stealing all of these pieces of art. Totally different vibe Completely than different Animal vibe. Crossing at all. But I mean, that'd be so funny. Uh, and then the last thing that we have in the bulletin board is, like we alluded to, there was a new update. Uh, version 1.4.1 is out, and this is uh, presumably to you know fix things that happened with the 1.4 Wave 2 update. Right. The main thing that came from that is, as they describe it in their patch notes, uh, fixed an issue where trees could mature and contain things other than normal fruit, etc. So that is basically, most notably, a lot of people figured out how to glitch trees to have star fragments in them. You could also glitch them to have anything. Any item. Any item, really. Like any of those little like icons, like a, a fossil, whether it's assessed or unassessed. Acorns, which acorns, like I, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that the acorns were glitched trees. I thought yeah, those were real I, trees. I would have thought that that was just the real. So you just find <laughs> them on the ground. Yeah. So who knows if Nintendo might? You kind of feel like they might do that in the future, like actually organically. How they gave well, us the camera glitch, but here's what I'm thinking. So. I do believe that they're trying to get rid of hacked things because um, it's not what they want. Like, obviously, yeah, yeah. like they That's don't not what want they for. Now, do I think that the star fragment trees, I'm just going to use those as an example because yeah, they seem to be the most, the most popular. popular. Yeah. 
So basically, if you don't know what they actually were, they were basically money trees just reskinned with star fragments. And what would happen was if you had one, you you just get it from somebody else's island, a hacker, I guess. I yeah, never I don't, I don't got know how one. the fuck they did it, but some maybe you pay for it, probably pay for it. I think you pay real money for it. Yeah. And you get the money tree on your island, it'll have star fragments or whatever the item is. And so the problem with it is that if you shake it at all and the items fall off, they don't regenerate because it's a money tree. Yeah. And obviously with the money trees, the they bell bags fall yeah. off. Yeah. So it is harmless in that it's not like a way to mine for items that purely aesthetic. Yeah. It's you just, like with the star fragments, they make it somewhat difficult to gather them. Not really. I want to know still if they're planning on patching out the ability to wish on stars in dreams and having mm-hmm. that actually show up the next day, because I feel like that was not their intention because it doesn't make sense. So um, I, I don't know if I've never interacted with a star fragment tree, but if you shook it and you know, it doesn't respond on the tree or anything, but can you pick up the star fragments and their star fragments? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or I'm not either. sure if they just become money bags. Yeah. So what they did, by the way, is they, if you had any of those, they all turned into money trees. Yeah. So that's what happens after the um, patch was installed. And it was like one of those patches that they made you redo. Like they made you update your game to even play it. It wasn't like an optional one. Yeah. Um, and so for you me. You could just never go online again if you really wanted to keep it. But then you yeah, would never turn, get any like, other automatic updates, again. updates off yeah. or something. So for me, I'm thinking like, okay, yes. Do I think that Nintendo and specifically the developers of this game want to just get people from being able to use hacked items in the game? Because it could cause bugs. From what I've heard of the community, once again, Chris and I don't use hacked items. Yeah. Um, mostly because obviously the integrity of our islands and our save and everything is very important to our Twitch streams and also this podcast. And so... If I ever got my save like permanently deleted and also like banned from Nintendo Online for this... That would just kill a lot of shit for us. Yeah, so that's why we don't not, do it. It's not worth it for me. We're not judging whoever wants to do it. Our reasons are literally for that. But... Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I don't, I'm sure like from what I've heard, there have been no errors and like, cause there was a bunch of hack shit in New Leaf that went down that actually caused like a lot of corrupted files and stuff. Yeah. And so from what I've heard, there hasn't been any problems with these reskinned things. And I think it's probably because it's like an as is item that's basically just being, you know mm. what I mean? Like what oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. the difference? But my theory is that they're going to pull a camera glitch on us where they might have had the idea, maybe it did come from the community, maybe it was something they had already thought of, where they would have star fragment trees, where you could like bury star fragments maybe in the shiny spot because it's kind of like a money tree. Um, maybe they're going to be, maybe they have a bigger plan for Celeste and it includes like a star seed or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I See, I... Because they went so far to like completely banish them... And they're also like hurting people because this isn't like just they're banning them from the game. They're also fucking people over that are having them like in their dream address and stuff and like on streams and stuff. So I don't know. My thought is that I don't think that they would specifically do a star fragment tree because I've seen people point to like, well, during the bunny day event, they just put a whole bunch of eggs in trees. But like, if you want to think about it, like, canonically, like, for the story, it's, like, Zipper went up into the trees and, like, put up all those eggs in there. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, um, 
For, I don't put it for, past them for putting star fragments in trees, though. I, I just, I don't think they'll do specifically that. Although I like that idea of burying a star fragment into a shiny spot and making a star fragment Like tree. if there's another type of fragment that's even smaller, that a, becomes a or seed. Or like a star seed, you yeah. know, something like that. I just don't feel like they will do that, but I don't put it past them to expand upon Celeste and maybe how you get star fragments, what you can do with them. You know, I wouldn't, like... Maybe they're, yeah, I don't know. Like, they could give you other ways to, like, get more star fragments, but I don't right. think it'll be a tree, per se. I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> and then um, also with that, um, this is more just, like, Nintendo laying the hammer down, not necessarily in tune with the update, but this is kind of like a message of a warning for anyone who is currently a seller of Amiibos or probably any like in-game you know people sell content. Raymond right. or they sell the Nook Mile, Nook Mile tickets. tickets and bells and stuff so we've already discussed this before that they had said that they are going to be cracking down on people selling in-game items for real money it is technically against their terms of service right so this is specifically I guess it's kind of an in-game item because it's an amiibo so it's something that fe- like you can function in the game but it's not like yeah. you're just buying bells or whatever um, we've seen a lot in the community, people on Etsy that are selling Amiibo cards, um, not specifically like the Animal Crossing licensed Amiibo like cards their that you own bought. Coins, their own NFC tags that they either like just put in a coin or just sell the tag or make it into a card or something, right. you know? Um, so it's like a lot of people's Etsy stores are getting taken down. Um, our very own Taryn who sells adorable Amiibo cards that are like Polaroid Instamax, photos. Yeah. Little Polaroid things are Her so adorable. Etsy store was taken down, unfortunately. And then I went on Twitter cause I wanted to see if it was like, you know, someone had reported just her and it looked like there was a lot of people. So it looks like it's just taking a while because I'm assuming they Filing have to do like, so many of those requests. And there's a lot of sellers, a so lot like, of sellers. I would just imagine it takes it takes some time to file all those reports. So if you are one of those people who are selling um, specifically Amiibo cards, but I would also say like any other kind of like in-game Animal Crossing thing, you might want to be just aware that that could happen and like maybe make your own website or something. See, now in that case, that makes me think that they don't make Amiibo cards anymore for Animal Crossing, but that makes me think that they're going to bring them back because one, we got eight villagers that don't even have a card and we also have a whole bunch of like new NPCs because there's NPC Amiibo cards too that don't have a card. So that makes me think that they're going to relaunch Amiibo cards. They had said that they were going to be doing that a while ago or that they were just going to start selling the regular ones again. But I I agree with you. I think that they're planning to relaunch them considering how much money they've made on this game. It's the top selling game of the year. Um, It it beat fucking smash ultimate in terms of switch games and selling consoles. I think consoles. it's like the best selling game in Japan of all time now or something like that. Or it's, it's like number two it's or something wild. It's so popular. They, they would honestly be dumb not to bring back amiibo cards. Honestly, I'm surprised that they didn't do it with launch. Yeah. I mean, I just would anticipate them being like, Hey, we're going to bring them back. Just let us know that like, Hey, Maybe in the next direct, they'll be like, also, you can buy Amiibo cards. Because they also... like like, figures, I don't know. Yeah, like, they had figures, too. I'm just really... There's, like, 17 Isabel figures. Yeah, I know, right? 
And that begs the question of the community. I would love to know what you guys think about this. If they do re-release Amiibo cards um, and, like, they include, like, Dom and all of the new launches, like, what is your take? Like, are you someone who would consider buying from them? Are you considering still buying from, um, we'll just say, like, small businesses, if you know what I mean? Like, where would you be putting your coin? Uh, I would just like at least the ability to, I I don't even think, like, it's like, when you actually make Amiibos, because I've made some Amiibos for myself. We um, just didn't sell them. Yeah, we we're not selling them. But it's like a, a bin file that like you have for each villager. And like, do those even exist for the new villagers? I don't even know. Like, Dom, does he have... No, a, I don't think does so. Does he have a file that can be written to an NFC tag to like make into an Amiibo? I don't think that exists. It would just be cool that like, you know, you have... 99% of all the villagers are accessible via a card, except for these eight that are brand new. That's why there's a market for Raymond online. You yeah. know, they could curb that if they really wanted to with making amiibos. Yeah. Uh, so then the other things that were in the update besides the star trees um, was that there was an issue where you might have shining soil, like the little spot, oh, yeah, and then you would dig me. it up and uh, wouldn't be. Um, bells it would well it wasn't even shining so what would happen was it would just be an x like a fossil it wasn't shining oh, at yeah, all that's right yeah and so you dig it up and it was bells and i remember that happened to me on stream and i was like i'm so confused so, like who buried bells on my island here? yeah because yeah. i had had someone from the community on my island earlier that day i was like did you just bury fucking a thousand bells and they were like no i think that's the glitch uh, and so it would appear like as an x and so apparently it had something to do with like the dream suite where you'd go to a dream island and then when you got back your shiny spot was just a fossil spot but okay. we had bells see that one's just like that's just a dumb little glitch they fix it i'd love to see that they would you know just patch they fixed something it very that. fast it was very fast this came out not too long after the update and so. i don't know if that affected like burying your bells in that spot and like having it actually come yeah to what happened if you buried it in that spot i just have That'd not be been burying my bells no at all. it's not worth it for me honestly you make so many bells and so many other ways that it's the stock market one week you do that you're set you know also my hot take is i don't think the money trees look good it would look good if they were like golden leaves or something i don't know that would be fun. Uh, and then the last part of this update was they fixed an issue where the player swings their shovel through the air when attempting to hit a rock placed at a certain location. So I guess it's just the hitbox on a rock was fucked up when you were at a certain spot. Okay. I don't know. Just a little fix. That's the three line items they actually put into the patch notes. Sure, there's probably other stuff. They, they probably, you know, yeah. mess with things to, like, include stuff for, like, that new update that's coming in, like, probably September. Yeah. So, so. with that, let's head on to our Horizon Hacks. So we only have one this week, and it's probably something that you guys might know, but for anyone who doesn't and loves decorating with flowers, this is for you. So each individual flower species, not color, but just the species, they all have a unique flower pot. And so if you, and like that's where you pluck the heads and then you place them to decorate, and it all has a different little vase that it's in. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for a specific shape, or a specific vibe, um, and say you placed out a lily and you were like, oh, I don't like the way that vase looks. Like, look at a different one and see if that's, you know, more suited to your actual decoration moment. So they're all white vases. Yeah. But they're different shapes. It's just, 
you know, they put a lot of time into focusing into a lot of these little niche details, which I really appreciate. It's really cool. Yeah. I like that they all have a different vase. It when I sense. first realized that, because I think the first flower I ever placed was the hyacinth, because that was my, uh, yeah. you know, that was my <laughs> yeah. flower. And then I placed like a fucking pansy or something and had that, that short, like bulbous mm-hmm. vase. And I was like, oh, that's, I didn't know they were going to be different. It would be cool if you could like, I don't know, take them to your customization juice. I feel like customization juice is so useful and I feel like it's underutilized. It's underutilized. It's utilized a lot, but at the same, like on things that you wouldn't even realize, but she has such untapped potential and it would be amazing if like, because you're getting these gifts from your fucking mom and the, the way that you can like re-customize all of these things that your mom, like it looks handmade. Yeah. Yeah. So that like, if we're going like narrative wise, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense, but yet we can do that, but we can't paint a fence. I would just like customization juice to be used more in different things like that. I think that would be cool. If you could like have different patterns for the vase or like different colors or whatever, that would just be nice and would fit multiple aesthetics. If there was a glass one where it was like transparent, mm-hmm. that would be I cool. I think it just furthers my idea of when recent Cyrus eventually do get added for real and then you can take things to Cyrus. And I hope that at that point, they would also reintroduce gems that you get from hitting rocks. And then you, oh, would, be able, the you would be able to have him customize things. Do you honestly you think that they're going to add them? Because I'll be honest with you. I was optimistic when they were going to be part of the June like wedding season update. And then... I just like ever since nothing happened with that other than the wedding season, I'm just kind of like, I think I feel like that was just like a cameo and that they're not going to add them. I feel like it's still possible just because both of those characters could serve a function for something that the game really needs and could use and would fit very well. That hasn't already been added through like a quality of life. You know, Reese doesn't have to Reese. Also, you could sell items to, and kind of had that like uh, hot, the cranny hot item kind of thing where they had an item that they would pay a lot for on a certain day. They don't need to replicate that, but just like the auction house function of yeah. retail, absolutely we need something like that. It would be wonderful. And then Cyrus, again, customizing. It just fits so well that he would be able to customize all the things you could buy that you can't customize yourself. And, like, for anyone who's new to Animal Crossing via New Horizons, in New Leaf... Um, the retail store, which is what Reese and Cyrus ran, that was the one that was on your island. The cranny actually was in the city. And so yeah. we primarily sold our bugs and I, fish Yeah, and I really wasn't... I would go to the cranny... To, like, check one, out what I'm buying Yeah, day. once a day. But that was really it. I, I was, didn't sell there. Yeah, because you had to, like, go through separate loading to get to the city, whereas in this in your town, it was just there and you could just right. go. So. And, I mean, I think I definitely had to sell there to upgrade it, you know, to get that threshold. But, yeah, I... Maybe they run some sort of, like... Because, like, I'm imagining, like, where would retail go? Is it on your island? Is it a separate island you go to? Is it, like, some sort of, like place you go to and it's like an online auction house kind of thing where does it only like, exist on a weekend yeah you know lots of things to think about also a separate animal crossing fact this week uh, apparently <laughs> reese and cyrus their names are a play on the word recycle like oh recycle. yeah you didn't know that it's a, it's it's a stretch for sure but yeah. you know recycle yeah, yeah. so just the more a little, you know just a little moment for you all right, well, I think with that, let's head over to the Nook's Cran.
All right, y'all. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was a poll that we made on our Twitter. And our Twitter, in case you want to follow us, is at villagers underscore voice. And I just wanted to get a sense for who in our Twitter following was dealing with ACNH burnout. Especially after the newest update. Yeah, like how did that affect burnout? Yeah. And so I asked, are you dealing with ACNH burnout? And so the first answer was, uh, yes. And then the next one was a little bit, but still playing. And then nope. And so 50% of the people that voted in this poll, we had 731 votes here. So 50% of people said, yes, they are dealing with burnout. 42% said a little bit, but still playing. And then only 8% said no. Uh, I would love to be that 8% yeah. that has no burnout. And then my follow-up question was, is anyone, did like the dream suite help or add to your burnout? Because I feel like right after the dream suite came out personally, I was inspired to do yeah. stuff, but then now I'm burnt out again. Yes. So I think it's going to be like in phases as updates happen, which I, I think is just like expectant of any like long standing game that is going to be consistently getting updated. Yeah. Um, I go in phases with all mm-hmm. the games that I play. But it was pretty much split half and half here. Like 52% said it made it worse and 48% said it helped feeling inspired. So Um, I definitely think there's like a lot of aspects that go into the whole burnout feeling. Um, The first is that it's a conversation I'm seeing a lot within the community that uh, the fact that, you know, the pandemic happened right around the time this came out that everybody steamrolled the game in air quotes. And then now we're all burnt out on it because we played it so much when it first came out. And right. then uh, now it feels like there's nothing to do, which I get that sentiment. And like to a point, it's kind of right. Because, like, yes, it would have taken me longer to do things if, like, the world wasn't going to shit, like, at the time that this came out. Right. But. I will say right now, I had already taken a week off from work to prepare myself for the first week of this game being launched. Oh, yeah. That was planned, like, well in advance of, like, Before pandemic. And so, to be fucking honest, because I'd been waiting so long for this game, this is my fucking game, bitch. Like, I feel like I would have played it at the exact same speed that I played it because with the when quarantine Because when we game, on. we, like, really, we, we have a game. It's kind of, like, our game of the moment. We really, like, dive into it, you know? So, like, that was definitely what was happening at this time. And I'll be honest, it wasn't even... It's not like that for me where I thought it was just going to be, like, the game of the moment because... I was expecting it to be like New Leaf, but now we're on an island. Like obviously spending a lot of time up front because you're just excited about it. There's so much to do. And there's so much to learn. But then the long tail of it all, like really, you know, keeping you there. I was expecting it to have the same amount of content as New Leaf. Except for holidays, because they said that they were going to be adding the holidays via DLC. Fine with that. It made sense. I wouldn't be missing any content at the moment, and then it would show up when I needed it. So I'm like, whatever. And honestly, I feel like I didn't even play the game as fast in the beginning because it took me a while to get a five star island. And I actually like we made dumbass choices at the beginning because we just didn't understand what was going on here. And I also took my sweet time getting KK to show up to get the like quote end of the game which i still think is so in an animal crossing game i don't know there's no there's like a quote loose narrative going on here and that's the finale of the game so i took my sweet time once i found out that that was what it was because i didn't want to reach that point 
And I remember, like, I didn't even unlock the camping situation for a really long time to yeah. get the um your six motor, yeah. Because I just wanted to keep like vibing. So I don't know. I really don't think that the quarantine affected the the rate at which I played it. The only thing I think it affected was having way more people playing it to play with in the beginning yeah, there. Yeah. Because in the beginning it was really fun because we were playing so much with other people. And maybe that's still your truth right now. But for us in our friend group, people like that were new to Animal Crossing that were playing it because of the hype. We were playing it almost time. like every night with people just like hanging out with them yeah, in the game. That has all kind of died off because everybody's just kind of, you know, gone Moved back on. to their normal shit. And that's fine. I still really think that like the issue really boils down to yes, like the lack of content and like the fact that they're adding it in iteratively. But I just think that what I've noticed with updates is that I get really excited about them. They're very cool. They add a lot of cool things. The diving one, fantastic, one of a kind. Such a good dream up. suite, as we've discussed. So much good content. The that. art update with red. Yeah, so many good things. But all of these updates are lacking the ability to hook me in to want to come in every day. And I think it's still, in my opinion, boils down to just like a big focus on like a, such a tonal shift of like focusing only on decorating your island and only on terraforming and only on like all that aesthetic stuff and not about your villagers because like yeah. this is all new to this game. You couldn't decorate outside in New Leaf or you any previous terraform. games. Like So I think that they like swung all the way over to that side and it's like, especially me right now, I'm not terraforming, terraformless island. This, like, is someone, this is coming from someone who like, he does not like The Sims. Yeah. I love the fucking Sims, bitch. I am a builder in The Sims 2. I barely ever actually do the gameplay. So you'd think this would be my shit. But because it's not, like, I don't know. The Sims, it's like, that was already my expectation. It's like, this is a build yeah. game. This is a game where you simulate life, but you're doing a lot of building, custom aesthetics, all of it. But like, Sims is also not built to be, it's not built in the same format where it's like the days fall, the real life days, and you're expected to show up every day for a little bit and do stuff. You pop in whenever you want to play and you can play multiple days in game, you know? It's still not even the same kind of format. Yeah. It's just that, like, I I don't feel a draw still to go in and like, I don't want to just spend my time in the game decorating the Island because, you know, sure. I want to set some things up, make some things look cute, but that's not really what I want to do in the game. And then I see the dream suite and online, all these crazy islands that are just so well done. And like, it's not a knock to anybody. You guys are making the beautiful islands they are so amazing. But then I'm just like, well, then even this one aspect that I'm kind of pushed towards, I don't even want to go into. So for me, when the Dream Suite was first launched, I was like, oh, this is actually inspiring. Like, and that accompanied with the update to the Able Sisters and the ability <laughs> yeah, the to search. Able Sisters update. So like that really helped me. And then I got burned out again. And I think for me personally, it's more about like everybody can say, not everybody, but there's there's like this camp of people that play this game that are basically like, oh, well, there is plenty to do. Like, you you know, there is enough to go on and all that. And it's like, yes, every single day there are things to do, right? There's there's resources to collect. There's things that you could build. There's obviously villagers to talk to. There's new things in your shop. But you cannot deny that it is not what it once was. 
with other games where the dialogue is so minuscule and so repetitive to the point where like I go into the game and I'll talk to a villager and I'm like, okay, I'm making an honest effort to like actually enjoy the like normal gameplay here. And they're just like sunny today. And that's it. And you have to talk to them like several times to get anything out of them. And then when you do, it's something about like, it's a conversation you've already had. And so I just, that doesn't make it exciting. And then obviously the rest of the everyday things that are new, we've seen the wetsuit of the day. We've seen what the floor swatches are for the day and stuff. So it got repetitive. And then it got to a point where like in animal crossing, it used to be for me, the most exciting thing was catching the bugs and the fucking fish. Like that was my thing. I Building really, up the museum, building up the that, museum, paying attention to what was going to be new this month and all of that. And so there are still beetles. Like this is this is my favorite time of the year to play Animal Crossing. Besides, yeah. like aesthetically, fall is my favorite. But bug and fish wise, it's obviously summer. You got the most to do. And yet I haven't been doing it. And I, it's because like to go in and just do that just doesn't seem worth it when there's other games right now that are holding my attention because they just keep adding like I don't know I've been like I got really back into Red Dead when like that game's been out for like how long and they're still continuously adding like they're so in Red Dead I'm just like overwhelmed and these are not the same game okay like I am not trying to draw a comparison I'm just saying like I how the game makes you feel (laughs) like the things that it wants you to do are actually important because like when you're playing like Red Dead, you're hunting and doing all these things. And it's like you need to do these things because like to keep going and to keep surviving in this fucking game, you got to keep doing this stuff. But then unless you want to pay like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get the fucking in-game currency, but then that's right, just defeats no. the purpose. But like in Animal Crossing, like bugs and fishing and stuff like that in the earlier games, like, my day would be, like, going around, looking for my fossils, talking to my villagers. Picking up shells. Picking up shells. And then fishing, catching bugs, talking to the person who might be visiting that day. Katrina's there, Red's there, something like that. You know, customizing some things with Cyrus and stuff like that. It was, like... Going to I, I Brewster and getting going a cup to Brewster. Of there yeah. were also things to build up for. Like, that is... In the, my the opinion, and building up, there's nothing to spend your bells on in this game, and, and that might be a big like exaggeration because obviously there's clothing and furniture, but because you can build like like ninety percent of the furniture and the clothing, um, like once you get like a bunch of things. Like, you don't really need to buy, like, all of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, yes, there's going to be clothing in the different seasons that we haven't seen yet. Um, so, like, I'm very excited for fall because I know it'll give me... I'm, I'm expecting a boost back in me wanting to play by fall. But, like... Yeah. I just expect that, like, there's just not enough to spend your bells on because your house upgrade, there's significantly less upgrades to your house. So you're not, I never paid off my final loan because I was just like, why would I pay it off when it's not going to give me anything other than, oh, I can change the color of my roof every day. I don't need to do that. I like the color of my roof now, you know? And then because there's like no shops to upgrade, we all got one upgrade to the cranny and like comparison, we got like five in other games and then there's no cafe to like save up bells to be able to afford and we have to pay for the 
we didn't even have to pay for the museum upgrade to get the art. It's just like he closed for a day right. to upgrade it. I wish that we had had to pay for it. I know it sounds like ridiculous, it, but yeah. the thing that I'm spending the most money on right now is moving villager houses. And then once you find like a spot for them, so then it, that and takes out of the like momentum yeah. to like go around and like get your fruit and get your fucking shells and all these things. And so it really does like, it's like, oh, are you bored? Is your villager talking to you about the same thing? Are you like, all you can do is focus on the aesthetic of your island. And if that isn't inspiring or if that creates like that kind of like, panic and like oh fuck i'm overwhelmed i'll never be as good as this bitch's island and like uh and then you just close the game yeah i mean it's honestly it's not really what i want to do here if like if i seek i like minecraft for example i love minecraft it's a fun game if i seek out that experience i will go to minecraft minecraft overwhelms me like and i will try and build something it reminds me of legos and yeah. then like that's not you know, there's always been decorating as a part of this game. You always decorated your house, but like it's just. But it was just like the inside, and it and really wasn't did the, not matter. It wasn't the main focus. It's just so clear that like playing with your friends and decorating your island are the main focuses of this game, and that's not what I want to be honest. What I wanted was just the like the cozy, comfortable, like small town feeling that you get when you start up this game. And I am craving that experience that I had, like, at least in, like, the first, like, month of the game before we had terraforming. And it it seems so stupid that something that was so exciting at the trailer became something that actually caused, I feel like, burnout on many of us, the terraforming. I I will say again that, like, I think they just swung too far past, and I really do think that, like, decorating outside... Sure, fucking great. I think that, that is an essential now. Um, being able to put a chair outside. I moving houses and stores and stuff like that. I think is good, but could be way more expensive for what it is. I think it should be more expensive. And also, like maybe it's like you need to have a villager want to move their house. You have to have a certain level of friendship with them to be like okay with like no. Why the fuck are you going to try and move my house? You know, something yeah. like that. But like I know t- they, they I feel like there's so much opportunity for challenge. Yeah. And the other games were more challenging because in order to get the cafe, you had to have the right personality type of a villager on your island and then you had to be a good friendship level with them for them to even suggest it and they had other things that they would suggest before the cafe. Yeah. And like, like there's like, other things too that you could decorate your island with, like the campsite and stuff and I feel like just even a fucking bench, you know, and that might be an unpopular opinion because a lot of people might, you know, enjoy the ease of this game and they might not want extra challenge. They just execute on a vision and do it. And that's, that's totally valid too. I just feel like for me personally, like there's charm in the challenges that used to exist that they got rid of. And I feel like a lot of them, they didn't get rid of for quality of life. I feel like they just nerfed it. Like I'm thinking the diving, for example, there is literally no like obstacle with diving other than the fact that like some of them literally only like two things move quickly and they made it. Oh my God. I could, I could rent. The one challenge is that like Pascal really doesn't like to give you fucking DIYs and he just loves to give you pearls and it's hard to get that set completed. It, It makes me sad that one, there are so many diving creatures that 
don't move or barely move. So it's very easy to catch them. The ones that do move quickly, they can never escape. It used to be they could slip right underneath that net. And that was like so frustrating, but like in a good way, because it just kept me going. I dove for hours in New Leaf because they could just escape and they were fast and they didn't they didn't act like dumb or like if you come at them from the side they'll just bump right into you and then there were the jellyfish that would just stun you so if you were in the middle of catching a really big fast boy you could get stunned by a jellyfish yeah. and then it would escape and it's like that sounds annoying but I liked that there maybe was a challenge because it kept me coming back because I couldn't just get everything yeah. quickly. Maybe it was maybe it's just like I know people like to play games differently and maybe we're both on the same wavelength for us where you know the challenge of it all, like, I'm just thinking, like... When the we challenge s- of upgrading. When we started playing Ooblets not too long ago, there's tons of, like, things to do and stuff that you got to work hard on to farm to upgrade different things. The it's task just, list just was... Tasks. Stardew Valley, same vibe. There's, like, so much to build up on and work towards with that. And then, like, even... And, like, right no offense, but these are indie developers. And these teams, like, the Stardew dude is one person. The Ooblets team, two people. Now, yeah. yes, like, we know Ooblets got, like, financial backers and stuff like this, but, like... This so is the like, people this actually is like sitting down fucking, and making the game? Like, yeah. yeah. And this is, like, an immensely popular franchise that already had a rubric built in other games that people were used to. And so for it to, for it to be advertised as like, Hey, this is going to be another classic, you know, the drill here, but it's just set on an Island and look at these beautiful, sweet, sweet graphics. But then you get into it and it's like, we literally got rid of all challenge, 90% of the game, most of the challenge. And we added a bunch of cool new stuff, but it is so different that it might completely disrupt the way that normal... Like, now, the one thing they did right, I guess, is that they got a lot of people playing this game that never gave a fuck about video games or Animal Crossing. And so, obviously, I, I would beg to, like, assume that most of the people not experiencing burnout are people that don't have other games to compare it to. Yeah. And, like, honestly, that bliss, I can only imagine how nice that is. Because you're just taking it for what it is. And, like, I want... I am trying so hard to be, like... Okay, I get it. It's not New Leaf. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's not fucking city folk and stuff. Like, I'm trying really hard to be, like... Well, like, look at all of these improvements and stuff. But it's, like... And I'm not here wanting just, like, the same game given to me over and over again. But when you get... When you take so much away from what you're... Like, what is normally the gameplay of an Animal Crossing game... And the things that you're given to do instead mm-hmm. of those classic things are like frustrating and easy to compare to other people, aka it's literally just the decorating aspect. It's just that's not gonna be hidden for everyone. Yeah, I think that like I don't know. There's just a level of challenge that I like to have in a game. And, like, for example, right now, Rachel and I are really into Fall Guys. It's a new game that came out on PlayStation and PC. And, like, I'm... T- Literally I'm, not even close to what Animal Crossing is. It's nothing at all like it. But, like, no we, we are... We both haven't won a single game of it yet. And it's, like, really hard. There's so <laughs> much challenge. But, like, it's, like, a driving force to me wanting to do that. And, like, in previous games, it's like, oh, man... I really want to Get build. I want to build a goddamn bridge right here. 
I gotta wait days to do it, to build up the bells, to be able to actually do it. And I gotta wait for somebody to request the style of bridge that I wanna build. Right. So I gotta be friends with them for a lot longer. And like, I don't think challenge in these games was necessarily just a bad thing, but I feel like that's how Nintendo feels about it. They're just like, challenge was bad. I know. You know? And then I'm, I'm not trying to complain about the whole game because there are many things that they did add that I think are incredible that we never had in other of Animal course. Crossing games before. Yeah. The ability to go island hopping and do it, one, for resources, and two, to be able to find villagers that way instead of them just only being able to be accessed. Like, you only could get a new person moving into your town in, like when they just decided to move there. Or the campsite. Or if you had a campsite or an amiibo card. And so, like, there, there's plenty of new shit that is cool. I'm just saying that, like, I think I would personally... I'm not going to say my burnout would be fucking cured, but I would say I would have so much more drive to play if there were new things to achieve that were not just make your island pretty. If they if they said, and I'm not putting it past them to be able to do this at some point, I just I don't know like why it's not there. Two years down the road, this game is going to be flush with things to do. I know. I am praying that they give us more upgrades to the cranny and even the able sisters, but especially the cranny because I'm so used to having more upgrades to it. And if they want it to be like, Hey, you started out on an Island, then you got KK and now you're in a city. Then give me these upgrades because it still feels like a fucking deserted Island. Like they're acting like it doesn't anymore because we had KK slider perform now, but it literally like, unless you have your Island built up to look like a metropolis, like it's literally like there's two shacks on your island. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's two buildings. Like I, it still feels like a deserted island. So if they're trying to get it to be like you took a deserted island, bitch, and you fucking went and you completely transformed it, then give me upgrades to the cranny. Like the museum already had one upgrade. I'm expecting at least two more just because of that upstairs area where the art museum part is. But like, you know, though. Uh, expand upon well you don't know but you'd hope that they'll expand upon labels functionality so she's no longer traveling and she actually opens up shop like oh hey you did so many of my challenges I'm gonna open up a store here and it's gonna be the top level and Leaf is gonna be like oh hey talk to those little nook boys and they said that I can have a little spot in the new cranny upgrade because there used to be so many like decorative plants that were not something that you grew like you know how there's the monstera in the basket yes yes, like there used to be like probably like a hundred, maybe less, but a lot of fucking decorative plants. And there's only like five. Um, and so that was what leaf would also sell besides like the seeds shrubs and, and seeds. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I just want a cranny upgrade, bitch. I just want Gracie grace. I want more furniture. I, I, I feel like it would be weird if Gracie grace shoe up, shoe up, showed up and was just like, Hey, cause like the mermaid stuff was like a cabin thing and now it's a DIY and I don't mind it because it's cool that we're like, it makes sense to like use shells yeah, and yeah, pearls yeah. to make it. But like with Gracie Grace, it's like this bitch is just like a luxury designer and you're paying for her stuff. It would be weird if you made it yourself, but I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, I could see them also making it like a DIY thing. At least it would give me something to do. So I can't really complain. Yeah. Like I, I, having the DIYs, is useful. So, and that's, that's something that they added that I fucking love. Like while, yes. expands the possibilities. Yes. Yeah. And like, yes, do I miss 
furniture sets, yes, but at the but same time. But it's a time, challenge to work towards to get it and then actually get the supplies to build exactly. it. Exactly. And you have to wait. Like, I have been, except for this mermaid shit, <laughs> <laughs> I've been just waiting to get um, DIYs, DIYs for my villagers and stuff. And so that, that I like. I need that kind of a challenge. That's you know? something that brings you in to be like, ooh, maybe I'll get, like when we were all just like really thirsting over the cutting board DIY, you know, right. maybe, maybe I'll get the cutting board today. And so like that was just, it's something that brings me in to be like, I'm going to go check and see if I can talk to people and somebody wants to give me a DIY. Yeah. So that's all we really have for Nook's Cranny today. I think we're going to head on over to the Dream Suite. All right, so we're going to catch up on a couple of posts from last week as well as some new submissions from this week. And the first one comes from Trevor, who said after 84 days, they've finally finished their genotype project on Doltex, which is his island. Uh, he bred all 270 genetically unique flowers in ACNH. Because if you haven't like really delved into the world of flowers in this game... I mean, you all know the different types and the different colors of those types, but they also have like, it's like hybrid red, hybrid yellow, like yeah, and there's like different, like genealogy to be able to determine which flowers are going to produce different offspring from them, and so all in total, there's 270 different unique flowers in on his island, which I know is in the Dream Suite on our Discord, so you can go visit it. All 270 exist. Yes. And that's a huge thing, too. Wild. That's so wild. Congrats, Trevor. I know you've worked very hard on that. Yes. So on Chill House from Gemma, we've got a quality of life idea. Flower arrangements. When I place a stack of flowers, I always wish that you could see that many flowers in the little vase. Then it would be so cute if you could place multiple colors or flower types together in the same bouquet and make little flower arrangements. And we were literally just talking about placing flowers today. I did not even like do that with like the intention that this was one of the questions. So, but I think that is of course an adorable idea. And there is like a couple of crafted items that require flowers. There's like that little like garden cart looking thing. And there's a couple of flower thingies, but it would be very cute if you could decorate with more flower type situations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got these flowers, we got the DIYs. Let's, you know, spice it up, not just door hangings and flower crowns and stuff. We got many things that we could do with the flowers. Uh, so next we got from Earth Macy of Perwind Island, uh, who said, for those wanting to visit random dream islands, the app acnh.guide has a generator yes. that will give you a random dream address. I also highly recommend this app for tracking your museum donations, items, birthdays, songs, reactions, NPCs, and pretty much everything else. It even has a turnip price predictor. Whoa. Which is just like, I don't know how the people figured out the math on these turnip price predictor things. I still don't but understand what a what a, like a weather seed is. I don't, I'll never get it. I guess this is what happens when people actually like no code and read it and then therefore can understand how it works. But yeah. for me, it's just like, I don't know. It's magic. But that's very I cool. I want to try out that random island generator, though. Yeah. John of Tawi Tawi, who 
whose birthday it is this week. Wow. <laughs> Didn't realize this was going to happen. We planned none of this. So yeah. this is honestly off the cuff. Um, the Ayla Museum did a very cute museum tour on Museum Day. They set up exhibits featuring Filipino artists and other artists that spent a majority of their time or focus in the Philippines. It's on their Twitter if anyone wants to check it out, as well as the codes. I'm definitely using it in inspiration for my Philippine Islands-inspired island. Um, and then there's a bunch of links to do, like, the tour and check out, like, all of the clothing that they have. They have, like, traditional clothing and stuff. And so that's really cool. We're seeing a lot of, like really unique um, islands like this. And also, I not something I want to talk about, I guess, next week, because I meant to bring it up this episode, like brand integration. I was just thinking it, yeah. Um, this one, I feel like, is actually like really cool, and this is amazing. And it would be so cool if like other museums did stuff like this. Um, but there is a lot of like brand integration that's been happening in Animal Crossing, and we can delve into that next week. But It's something I absolutely would never have called, but... It's fascinating to see the rise. The power of how popular it is. Definitely for museums like this coming from a place of like, it's quarantine and we can't go, which is think is super cool. And also there's a museum in the game. It's a big part of the game. So like it makes sense. I think this is very cool. Yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, Next submission is from Baby's Baby Baby, who said, okay, story time. So the other night... I came home from a busy day knowing full well my Switch was still mid-villager hunt and I wanted to find someone good to fill my new empty plot. So I went on my journey, not sure who I would find, hoping to replace the Peppy with a new Peppy that I vibe with. But I kept striking out. I almost took Gruff home because I was tired and then decided I could do a few more islands. Lo and behold, I came to an island with the most blessed pup, Benjamin, I decided to ignore the fact that I already have two lazy villagers, Pudge and Chester, both whom I absolutely adore. So I have resolved that my island may be taken over by lazy boys because I seem to have no self-control when it comes to me being in charge of the villager hunt. I love that. I also saw someone on our Discord. They were like, literally, they had heard the episode where I called Huck Guck. Yeah. And they were like, now I want to find him. And literally, like, moments later after saying that on, like, AC General, they found Huck. Oh, my God. on an island. I don't think I've ever seen Huck in a hunt. Uh, I think I have on your screen when you did something. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember. I think that, like, just having, you know, I keep saying whenever we've done villager hunts, like... There's so many designs in the jock and normal personalities that are so good Mm -hmm. that it makes me just want to have islands full of them, even though the conversations would be even more repetitive. And then from Captain Dongers 1991, hey guys and gals. So today, as I was doing things on my island, I noticed Goose and Robin talking. I overheard them talking about nail polish. Robin had said he just got a manicure and Goose had said it was kind of cool. He proceeded to ask Robin if there was a bicep or peck polish. This had me rolling on the floor laughing. They're they're both birds that don't have nails. Robin responded that body paint and nail polish was was different from each other. True, Robin, I agree. Goose said he was going to paint his biceps and pecs anyway and said thank you to Robin for the advice. Goose, I know you're a jock, but use your head better. Do they have? I love goose. Do chickens have biceps? Yeah, bitch. Is a chicken Do they? I don't know. For a reason. <laughs> She's thick. Are you sure about that? I mean, they definitely have helipex. Mm. If you think oh, about it. Oh, oh my God. 
I hate this. Oh, I wasn't going like peck, peck, peck. I was thinking like big chicken breast. Oh, I thought you were going with like the peck, peck, peck. And I was very, you know, that's a pun that you would not normally do. Yeah, I'm not a pun. I'm chaotic. You're not a pun. You're if no I, fun. If I do a pun. Ooh, <laughs> I'm not against puns. Okay. Well, with that, I think we are going to just casually roll into the last segment doxing our patrons these are the lovely people who help support the villagers voice and you can go over to patreon.com slash the villagers voice if you would like to be one we're gonna kick it off with Paige blue who is a phonogenic backbone kelly is a knowledge thirsty klutz joanna tartaglini is a thrifty meteorite kelsey is a thorny shell fan dylan powell is a detail-oriented papa anthony lowbridge ellis is a worldwide father liz lane is a late night lawn clippings Chantel Piot is a dad joke and animal. Stoicy is an omnivorous coordinator. Hollis B. Langley is a highly aware life form. Jasmine Lyons is a small fry wild child. Courtney McLeod is a mistakenly caught talent. Taylor Mays is an unparable crybaby. Megan McNally is an ancient wanderer. Emily Lopez is a bait snatching flag waver. Zara Duncan is a flapping collector. Shannon Cusick is a sleepless ringleader. Kev Diz 81 is handmade trash. Mackenzie Bell is a buried sidekick. Jane Robertson is a Change It Up Phoenix. Kim Vandersloos is an anonymous walking dictionary. E. Drain is an energetic frenzy. Sabrina Canton is a new leaf music lover. Zach Johnson is a friendship brute. Maddie Davis is a shifty muscle. Tara Joy is a hospitable ghost. Meg S. is a traveling paradise. Jess Adams is a casual punk. Tim Rogers is a radiant pioneer. Chloe Olivia is an unhindered remodeler. Elizabeth Lenz is a festive something or other. Katie is a specific tourist. Taylor Walls is an atmospheric shopaholic. Jenny is an off-season pal. John Wozniak is a weak fowl. Alicia Ann Marie is an art school rose. Jackie Cabot is a flightless fossil. Yixing Unicorn is an easy breezy pear. Meliza M is a rowdy consumer. Natalie Bates is a self-paced tree. Mason Sacco is a swept away chum. Allie Reed is a nicknamed person. Robin Scantz is a tidy chill soul. And Carol Elizabeth is a future grub. Currently, I don't know. Future, though. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Not yet a grub. A tuber. A tuber. (laughs) I don't know. I hate it. Well, thank you all for supporting this show. We really appreciate it. Hope you enjoy your passport name that, once again, just reiterating you're legally required to put into Animal Crossing. I don't make the rules. We love a screenshot also if you have words unlocked. Yes. Yeah, true. Um, And uh, I guess to the rest of y'all, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.